0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Win bet. That's sportsgamilypodcast.com slash WINNBET. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merge Store. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com Use the promo code madness for 10% off of orders of $40 or more. Drivers, start your. out of you right now because you asked me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we
1: could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody Zeb.
0: from someone who has been accused many a time of asking stupid questions i'm rod via gomez he's cody Zeb. this is the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network yeah, Cody, uh, as a reporter, sometimes you uh, you don't get to be the people's favorite when you're asking stupid questions.
1: Yeah, it happens. But uh, those, those two clips that, that bring us in, they, they crack me up every time. I, I love the uh, the intro we have to this show.
0: Well, I tell you, I, I kind of combed the, the racing internet world for a couple of good ones. And, uh, yeah, I listened to many a clip, and I thought these were the two that probably pretty much just summed up me in a nutshell, and because we didn't know each other very well yet, and now it's you as well. So,
1: Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep you picked good. You did a good job, Rob. <laughs> uh,
0: anyways, yes, so we are in for another day in the desert. Uh, it is the Phoenix, uh, Phoenix track over there, um, the Phoenix Raceway. I always get confused if it's Speedway, Raceway, International Speedway. Like, you know, I, as you it, can it tell, it has
1: changed name multiple times throughout its uh, throughout its tenure.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, well, whatever. It's it's the track in Phoenix. They're gonna race it over there. So, um, hey, for those of you watching on YouTube, you may notice we've grown up. the The bosses <laughs> have seen fit to give us a a nice, snazzy little home uh, on the on the YouTube channel. As far as what you're looking at now so you're not just looking at our beautiful faces uh but you're looking at all the branding that can be done not to mention my my lovely SGP uh hoodie and of course my SGP and mug we'll get to that stuff later but uh you know I'm fully in on this one today just just so you know
1: yeah it looks nice i i love the background it it looks great so shout out to the the bosses for getting us hooked up with uh Some official-looking stuff now.
0: Indeed. So, yeah. If you're not watching on YouTube, go ahead. Head over there. uh, Search NASCAR Gambling Podcast on YouTube. You'll find us there, too. But we're not pandering to the video, folks. We know our bread and butter is for those of you downloading right now. So uh, we always appreciate that more and more and more every single day. Again, Cody, we are at the Phoenix Raceway for a uh, two-series race slate. Apologies for no show yesterday. But as you know... We are a gambling podcast and it is very hard to gamble when there are not odds available to gamble on. There was there was winners, there was top fives, there was all those fun ones, but we want to give you everything head to heads, um, whatever else is out there. And when books give us partial odds, we feel like we're cheating you if we don't do it. So again, I know a lot of you guys were waiting for your for your feed to refresh yesterday. Uh, apologies for that. We'll hit you today. With this uh, Xfinity episode, and give you all the bets, right? Because we feel like we we you deserve to have the very best, and we can't give you the very best, we'll wait.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, we had planned on doing it last night, continually refreshing the books all night, trying to wait get something, but just didn't have enough to quite do it. So, figured it would be better to to wait, give you all the picks and the better analysis today. So here we are, and uh, yeah, I'm ready to ready to get into it here in a minute.
0: Absolutely, we are here today to do it. Uh, All right, Cody, before we get going with our Phoenix Raceway setup and the Xfinity race uh, in specific, I know today, as of today, it is the 8th of March. It is Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Uh, (laughs) But it is International Women's Day, and we also, we've talked about Haley Deegan quite a bit and her role in the truck series and the Xfinity series, but uh, obviously she is not the first woman to have ever raced and I think you've got a couple of tidbits to share with us about that uh, heading into the, today.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's been a, a lot of women behind the scenes, especially at NASCAR, that have done a lot. But on the track, there's been a lot of women involved in NASCAR over the years, starting to see it be a little bit more prevalent. More recently, of course, Danica Patrick being the the biggest name that everyone recognizes. Um, but if you go back, at least 125 women have qualified for or started a race in one of NASCAR's touring series, including 16 uh different women have started in the NASCAR Cup series. Um, as of April of 2021, when this was last updated, Shauna Robinson, Haley Deegan, Haley Deegan, Manami Kobayashi, and Grace Trotter remain the only active women to have won a race in NASCAR's touring series. Uh Robinson won three times from 90 from 1988 to 89 in the Dash Series. Deegan's won a couple of times in the Pro West. Kobayashi won a start in the NASCAR Wayland Euro Series. And Trotter has won a race in the Arca Menards West Series. Um, So that's kind of a a quick look at the history of uh, women in NASCAR and and what they've done. Um, So if you go all the way back uh, 1949, Sarah Christensen competed in the inaugural NASCAR race at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, she started the race, and then Bob Flock actually jumped in her car and finished the race. Um, so she was uh, the very first NASCAR woman to, to start a race all the way back in 1949. I mean, think about that, Rod. Like, in 1949, time's obviously a lot different than And for a woman to even be in a car then uh, on the racetrack, that had to be quite... Quite the deal, right? Um, And then there was a long, long, a long break. Uh, It had been over a decade since anyone had started uh, when Janet Guthrie started the 1976 World 600 at the time. Uh, Coca-Cola 600, obviously it's known now, Uh, but she beat Dale Earnhardt in that race with a 15th place finish. So uh, that was awesome. She would become the first woman to lead a NASCAR Winston Cup Series race at Ontario Speedway. And then in 1986, Patty Moyes would become the first woman to ever lead a Bush Series race, now known as the Xfinity Series. Um, so yeah, there's been a long, long history of, of women in NASCAR. Again, 125 women have started in across NASCAR's series, uh, you know, branded series up towards the top there uh, with 16 of them starting in the Cup Series. Haley Deegan, of course, seems to be on track to potentially be a Cup Series driver here in the next few seasons. Um, she She seems to be the next biggest up-and-coming one with, with Danica Patrick, of course, being the most recent one. And we just saw her in the Fox booth here this last week as well.
0: Indeed. Let's not forget Teresa Earnhardt, too. And her, I know she wasn't on the track, but boy, she had quite a bit to do yep. with a lot of stuff off the track.
1: Yep. First uh, woman, you know, first woman, owner, female owner of a car that won the Daytona 500 uh, with, I mean, throughout the DEI days, obviously, Dale Earnhardt was, was the main person back in. In 2001, DEI won the, the 500, but she was involved then and then took over and played a big role. There's, you know, <laughs> a big role in many things uh, leading to its demise eventually, but was listed car owner when Jamie McMurray won, I think in 2010, uh, became the first female car owner at that point to win. And, and you know, she did her best to, to continue on that legacy of, of DEI. So, yeah, big shout out to her. And then there's still... Um, you know, there's other women that, that are coming up through the series, these dirt tracks, especially I see so many women drivers that are coming up quickly. And I think that it's going to continue as we go forward to ha- have more and more women. It's going to be more of a normal thing, um, with, with them being included in the NASCAR series. And I mean, honestly, some of them are, are way better drivers than a lot of the men are. And, and they deserve their, their spot there as well. Uh, you know, we both uh, have daughters and, and I tell my daughter all the time. You can do anything the boys can do if you want to do it, and I think that's very important. So yeah, wanted to wanted to take time to to recognize the women of NASCAR on this uh, International Women's Day. Right, feet
0: push as hard on the pedal as anything. It doesn't matter, right? I mean, all it takes is for that foot to go down and the hands to steer. So
1: exactly, yeah, they, yeah, they can they can do anything anything the boys can do.
0: Indeed. Uh, all right. Well this is going to be a trip to Phoenix around a, uh, a a track that is uh one mile around and it's 200 laps this 2 2023 United rentals 200 Xfinity race from the Phoenix Raceway in Arizona like I said 200 miles around this one mile paved track so Cody if you're keeping score we've been on a two and a half mile Super Speedway we have been on a two mile uh, uh paved track we have been on a one and a half mile track now we're we're just continually to shrink down
1: right i mean it's it is just nice they put it in order you just you cut a half mile off every week
0: yeah just yeah you're literally cutting a half mile off every single week so uh it is a very flat track uh really all things considered the turns are 10 degrees uh and the turn two is eight and nine and then turns three and four are ten and 11 degrees so not a lot of banking. On this track, uh, obviously the straightaways are pretty flat as well. I mean, you know, this is this is the track that we're we're expecting. Obviously, this is the one they're going to go to to decide who wins the championship. So these teams are going to come out guns blazing on on both uh, all their setups on both series because they got to know now what they're going to have come November, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, this is the perfect test for for looking ahead if you do make it to the final four. This is going to be where the championship is decided, uh, come November timeframe. So I think specifically maybe more in the cup series, we're going to see some more teams that are, are testing things out, uh, across their cars. So maybe going to come into play a little bit more there, uh, from, from a betting aspect. I don't think we'll see that as much in the Xfinity series, uh, this weekend. I think that it's just going to be everybody trying to win and run their best in this series. But, uh. Will be, will be interesting discussion when it comes to the Cup Series side of things.
0: And basically, everybody trying to beat Kyle Busch, who once again will be in the field. But like we've said also, Kyle Busch in the Xfinity Series, not as big a lock as he is in the Truck Series. So, just he's the only Cup Series guy that's entered into this race this, uh, this week. So, that's why we're kind of keeping a close eye on Kyle Busch. But again, it's not a guarantee that he's going to come away... Even with a top five finish, honestly, it's it's a loaded field still around him.
1: Yeah, exactly. A couple other notes, too, before we get started. Uh, TV numbers for the Xfinity and Truck Series specifically have been great this season. Um, the Las Vegas Xfinity Series race drew 1.133 million viewers, up 7.4% from last year. Uh, and the Truck Series was up. Uh they went up to six hundred and twenty-three thousand viewers, which was up 14% compared to 2022. Um, I'd like to think we have a big part in that. <laughs> of course, we have we have our uh our focus now, our focus shows on just Xfinity and Truck series. Uh, and we've talked about how some of the best racing of the weekend is in those series. Danny Hamlin talked about that this week on his podcast. I was saying that sometimes you're gonna see the better racing come from those series. So Uh, but I do think that's awesome to see those series continue to grow and, and we continue to grow and that's going to help the betting market continue to grow as they get bigger as well. And then maybe we won't have to keep refreshing so late on a Tuesday night, trying to get all of our odds out.
0: Or we just, like I said, come up with our own book. We've already got a lot of takers. We've already had people say, Hey, listen, I'll sign up for your book. So, um, I don't know, maybe that's a thing. If anybody out there knows how to start a book, our DMs are going to get full now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the the DMs we've gotten about that before were just spam. Maybe just
0: a little bit,
1: but and then the the other big news, uh, Chase Elliott. We talked about this the other day. We had some speculation on guys. We thought maybe it would be. It is going to continue to be Josh Berry that will fill in for Chase Elliott, except at Coda in a couple of weeks. Jordan Taylor is going to come over and make his first Cup Series start. Uh, he's a four time IMSA champion uh corvette racer so basically they're putting a road course ringer in the car for the week um but man we <laughs> there was a couple things yesterday where it was looking like maybe it was going to be corey lajoy as i as i hoped for last episode unfortunately not the case but i think josh barry will do fine and i think that having more time to prepare and put the car to his liking and time in the simulator will help him going forward um, obviously the hender cars have been good the other three finished one two three last week Barry was back in 29th, but really that's not a bad day for, for the short notice and having to change everything last second and just throw him in the car with basically no practice. So, um, but yeah, so going forward and they, they did estimate six weeks ish for chase Elliott to be out Uh, again. You have to see how the recovery goes, but it sounds like it's not as bad of an injury as Kyle Bush had, uh, when he missed, I think he missed 10 weeks back in 2015. Um, And then if you don't know, NASCAR has a medical waiver system. Uh, Kyle Busch used it in 2015. He broke his leg, his foot, ankles, a bunch bunch of stuff in a leg in the Xfinity race at Daytona in 2015. Missed a bunch of races at the beginning of the season and then got the medical waiver. Ends up winning the championship that year. Tony Stewart also used a medical waiver a few years back. Before that, he broke his back in an ATV or off-road racing incident, something like that. Um, so NASCAR won't rule on the medical waiver until he's close to being medically, pr- medically released to race again, but it, the, all signs point to, he will get the waiver. Uh, there is no top 30 rule this year, so he doesn't have to stay in the top 30 in points. Um, so if he wins a race, if he's able to come back and win a race before the playoffs start, of course, as long as there's not more than 16 winners, which is unlikely this season, uh, then he would still find his way into the playoffs um obviously he is still going to be hurt by the fact that these next few weeks he can't earn any playoff points he's not going to have the chance these next few weeks to get that win or get multiple wins to lock him in so there is some some penalty to it for sure but he is still wide open for being able to make it to the playoffs and win the championship and all that and so i think it will be interesting to keep an eye his odds haven't dropped too i mean he was the favorite going into the season as far as championship odds um and they've they've dropped a little i think he was around plus 600 i think when i saw it before he uh is up to like he's up plus 950 now so i think we keep an eye on that because if that continues to drop as we go weeks you know we get a couple different winners in the next few weeks and they kind of forget you know about elliot for a little bit his name might slide down the board a little bit and there might be some pretty good value there because we've talked about it. he's got one of the best cars in the field He's done it before. He's won the championship. Um, and you get look at guys like Christopher Bell last season. He had almost no playoff points, made it all the way to the final four because he just won the races when he needed to. And and so Elliott could do that. So I, I wanted to touch on that too uh, as far as, as his eligibility likely will still be eligible for the championship. And and I think we'll continue to monitor the, the futures market for him. Um, and then if you did bet on his over-under for wins – uh, that should be disallowed because it it did they did state that uh, or marked as a push or however they do it. but it did state that they have to start all the races, and obviously he's not done that. So just as a as a note, in case <laughs> the books try to bend you over like they sometimes do, make sure you go back and argue that with them and say, hey, it's said they have to start all the races uh, in either direction. Oh, you're probably not gonna get paid on the under, but
0: maybe you get lucky there. <laughs> I doubt it, but I doubt yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all he's that's got- when
1: they'll know the correct rules, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: That's when they'll, that's when they'll, they'll uh, scripture and verse for you or, or verse. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, all he's got to do get all he has to do is get in. I mean, really that's, yep. that's all there is to it. And yep. we know that Chase, if, like, he's you know,
1: only missing six weeks. That's yeah. very highly possible. Yeah. It's not, I don't think that's an issue, but,
0: uh, we'll talk about that more in the cup series, uh, bets, and then we'll go ahead now and get ready for our Xfinity bets. But as we always do, we got to step away real quick for a break, right? I'm sorry, I was looking down. You, you good? You good? Yep, yep. You're good. That's it. I got
1: everything. I got everything out. I needed to say. I
0: was gonna say he he expanded. Yeah, exhausted it. Exhausted it all. Okay, we'll be back after the break to break down our Xfinity bets from the Phoenix Raceway. But before we do, let's tell you about WinBets, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and, of course, our favorite same-game parlays, which is also known as WinBets Build Your Own bet march madness is almost here there's plenty of ways to win like getting down on the nba nhl and of course my favorite too, the xfl sign up today receive a special offer get this you bet a hundred dollars you get a hundred dollars limited to state availability and of course for our dgens only if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week you're gonna get a thousand dollar free credit that simple. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Wimbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at Wimbet.com. Must be 21 or older present in the state or play through Wimbet is available. If someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You ever just get lost in thought for a second? Like, I, I've read this ad so many times that I, I know it, and I, I thought there was more to it, and I was like, oh, wait, that's it. Okay.
1: I, I do that a lot, unfortunately, Rob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but please go make sure to check out WinBet uh, for sure. So much good stuff over there, and that $1,000 free credit if you hit a long, par, uh, a long shot parlay. Uh, yeah, so yeah, much. Not strength.
1: only do you hit the long shot parlay and cash on that, you get the $1,000 credit on top of it. What a deal.
0: That's a hell of a deal. But uh, all right. Speaking of hell of a deal, we got bets to make. And this is the Xfinity race, of course. So, uh, yeah, let, let's go ahead and get started with our betting part of the show. Cody, steer us in the right direction.
1: Well, I go against my uh, my heart and all of my thoughts going into the season on this one. I'm going to take Josh Berry over Cole Custer at minus 110. Uh, Custer has been unreliable so far. It's a small sample size, and this is a different style of track than we've seen so far. So we'll see. I, I could be wrong. I th- still think Custer's going to figure it out at some point. But Barry has figured it out early. He's looked good. The JRM cars look good. And Custer has struggled. He, he looked really good back at Auto Club a couple weeks ago before having an issue late where he ended up with the flat tire, got run into by Austin Dillon, kind of cost his day. And then we talked about it on the recap. Last week, almost nowhere to be found at Las Vegas. Uh, it was very interesting. Uh, And Josh Berry has been running up front each and every week. Um, We did talk about a little bit maybe distracted last week because of the Cup Series thing. I don't think that's going to be as much the case this week. Of course, he's still going to be looking at and preparing for the Cup Series race. But now that's expected. Now they know that's going to plan. It's not a last second thing. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, He's got three starts at Phoenix uh, Raceway. His first start here didn't go well. Uh, He got involved in an accident early on and, and ended up finishing the thirty six. but March of 2022, which would be this race last season, he finished in third and then he was 13th here in the fall. Um, but that third place finish last spring is, is the one that really stands out to me. He's run well here. Uh, he's a late model guy, right? He, he was, ran in the late model ranks forever. This is a short flat track where do late models run more than anything else, right? It's shorter, flatter tracks. Uh, and, and the way that JRM has been in the past, I'm going to talk a lot about Justin Allgaier in a few minutes because he has owned this track. Um, And so I think getting notes from Allgaier and and stuff to work on as well, I think that JRM will continue to be very strong this week. And until Custer proves me wrong, I'm going to have to start looking at fading him a little bit because what we've seen so far hasn't been super great from him. I know that broke your heart.
0: I saw that in the doc and I thought to myself, boy. This is uh, this is Cody's saddest moment right now.
1: It really it is and, and the matchups are, are pretty spot on this week in the in the Xfinity series. they're they're all very tough matchups. There's not like a glaring like, oh I definitely want to grab this guy necessarily over any of the other ones. Uh, but yeah, and I mean, that just goes to show you that we have to change our minds sometimes and and we have to go with what we've been shown and the fact that Guster hasn't shown it yet we're going to you know, flip the script then and, and bet against him now until he starts figuring it. Once he figures it out, then we can turn back around and, and jump back on that ship, right? But until we see it from him, if he's going to continue to struggle, it's still a transition, right? Yes, he's been with Stuart Haas. Yes, he drove this car-ish a few years ago. But even last season, Stuart Haas didn't have two Xfinity Series cars. So they've again expanded that program. It's a new team. It's a different crew chief. Everything is different. And we've seen some other guys struggle, you know, the Tyler Reddicks, Brandon Jones, we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, those Some of those guys have struggled in in their switching rides and teams and stuff. And this in the same building is still a change for him. And so I think until he gets it figured out, going to have to go against him. And I think that Barry has proven, even if Custer has a decent day, Barry's proven enough and he's got the solid finisher with the third place last spring um, that he's a guy that, that you have to. I think you can rely on and with the unreliability unreli- of Custer, uh, I'm just going to fade him for now.
0: I'll fade him with you. I, but again, that's not like I wasn't saying pump the brakes on Cole Custer all season, but whatever, man, that's cool.
1: It's, hey, it's you were good. right on that one. It's
0: all good. Uh, you know, you said that there was nothing that you can smash. I, I think this one that I found is one that I'm smashing like right away. And that's Sheldon Creed over Ryan Truex. Now, If you have to stop yourself and ask yourself who Ryan Truex is, well, he is the younger brother of Martin Truex. Yes, that Truex. That name must have carried something with the books because they put him against a series regular in Sheldon Creed. Now, we talked about Sheldon Creed having some problems. But Sheldon Creed having problems this season has still not necessarily been all that bad. He finished 23rd in Fontana, 9th in Las Vegas, right? Okay, so, you know, there's a little bit of improvement there. But Ryan Truex has yet to take the green flag this season. And if we're even going back last season, he only took the green flag six times last season. Um, now, granted, he had two, uh, three, rather, top ten finishes in that span, so he wasn't bad in the times where he jumped in the equipment. He is driving Joe Gibbs equipment. Yes, that is true. But Ryan Truex has made just one Xfinity start on the or one Xfinity and one uh, Cup Series start, actually, on this track. Both of them were very poor finishes. In his NASCAR, in his Cup Series start, he started twenty uh, 34th, finished 35th. In his Xfinity start, uh, where are we finding this one? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. So, he's made, God damn it all these tabs, my friend. Uh, but his Xfinity start was not even that good either here. So, I... All I'm saying is that you're putting a cup, uh, an Xfinity Series regular against Sheldon Creed. Give me Sheldon Creed all day long over Ryan Truex Jr. Again, I know he's in the better equipment, but I'm still not sold. So as far as Xfinity races here, uh, Truex has made um, six total starts. He's got two top tens, one top five, and the last start he made here was in 2019. So he hasn't even been on this track for the better part of four years uh, as, as an Xfinity driver. So I'm giving it to, I'm giving the edge to the guy that's on this track all the time. So that's, that's really where my head's at.
1: Yeah. I looked at this one hard. I did. I love some Sheldon Creed, but that unreliability to finish good race is good is the only thing that holds me up on him so much. I'm a lot more comfortable betting him to win because that's just, if he wins is, you know, we know he's in a good car every week, uh, Truex is in the 19 car for Joe Gibbs. We've seen Joe Gibbs stable have speed, so that does give me pause. It, it, his results have been up and down with with the Gibbs, but he's had some good runs. I, I don't feel as comfortable as you do on this one, but I will back you on it. Uh, obviously, we love Sheldon Creed, our favorite uh, Canadian via California, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so yeah, it's just his inability to finish sometimes. Although he, he did, I think he did have a decent finish last week. Ended up in ninth at Las Vegas, so he, he somewhat put it back together there. But uh, we'll see, we'll see. I hope you're right on this for for Creed's sake. Me
0: too. Like I said, I want to cheer for I want to cheer for him. So let's just uh, let's put a, put it over Ryan Trucks because I, I still don't know why that grouping was there. Honestly, I, I kind of don't get it. But like I said, I'll take it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this next one, we're going head to head on this one, Rod. Uh, this is a head to head that we're each on different sides of. It's minus 110 to either side, which I think is actually pretty fair. It's Sammy Smith versus Brandon Jones, uh, minus 110. I, again, against my heart, am taking Sammy Smith over Brandon Jones. I hate to do it because I love Brandon Jones so much, but it has been the struggle bus early for Jones with the switch to JRM. It's just he's been – It's not. I have not seen many flashes of greatness from him At all, It's been nothing but struggles, in my opinion, from what we've seen so far. Sammy Smith, on the other hand, the results have not been there, and I know that's probably part of your argument because they've not. He's not finished these races well, but he's been one of the fastest cars each week so far. And so even though it it is kind of a toss-up of which one of these two guys finishes bad but finishes a little bit better than the other guy, I think maybe, uh, I'm hoping that the speed that Sammy Smith has will give him that advantage if he if he can just hold it there and and keep it up there again it's it's much like the creed argument i guess right where he's got the speed he's got the talent and he just it fit you know something happens late in the race and he fades back or catches a problem or something uh so again none of these head-to-heads were super easy for me this week i I felt like they were all very close i think that this one again is a toss-up as much as i love brandon jones and as much as If you would ask me before the season, which side I would take of this, it would have been Brandon Jones without any question at this point, from what I've seen from the two of them, I'm leaning to the Sammy Smith side of things ever so slightly. And so everything you said was yes. And in fact, part of
0: me was like, okay, I got to take Sammy Smith because I, I, you know, a lot like you, I saw exactly what you saw. And I said, I got to lean Sammy Smith. But then I took a look back and I thought, you know, Brandon Jones is one on this track already. So he's, he knows how to get it done. And, yes, he's struggled to put it together, but now he's three races in. Now he's gotten three races under this car. And we, we've both said time and time again that Junior Motorsports, probably the class of the field, right? I mean, they, they, they put out the better cars. Their cars are always in the mix for the win, for top fives, for top threes even. So, I mean, I know Gibbs is not that far off, and I know Gibbs is probably 1B to Junior Motorsports 1A right now. But... For a guy that knows how to win on this track, for a guy who's put together a win on this track, versus a guy who has had one race as an Xfinity driver on this track, Uh, you know, Sammy Smith made one start. He had a top 10 finish, good on him, uh, and he started that race second place. But like you said, you know, Sammy Smith has not been able to really put it together an entire race this year, finishing 19th, 19th, and 17th. Now, of course, you say to me, Rod, neither is Brandon Jones finishing 14th, 33rd, and 21st. But if I'm saying that Junior Motorsports has the better car, if I'm saying Junior Motorsports has the better team of drivers right now, and you put a guy who's won a race here and in 14 starts has six top 10 finishes, including a second place last spring, I think Brandon Jones is probably going to figure it out this week and have himself a better day uh, than young Sammy Smith, who, again, it's not because we don't like Sammy Smith. We absolutely love us some Sammy Smith, but um, I like I said, I just think you put Brandon Jones ahead this time. You've given him three races in this new car to figure it out. Junior Motorsports has a smart team. They've probably been working very hard to make uh, Brandon Jones have a much faster uh, car this week, so give me, give me the edge to just, it doesn't have to be like a whole 15 spots, literally just one spot, Brandon Jones over Sammy Smith.
1: Sammy Smith did win here in the ARCA series in the fall for the record in November, and he did make the start here in the fall for JGR and actually finished 10th place in this, in this race at this track. So I will throw those into the Sammy Smith side of things as well. Again, I do think that this one's a toss up. I think you can make the argument for either side and it's, it's probably just who can make the less least amount of mistakes between these two guys. Um, uh, Brandon Jones obviously is the veteran. He's got the experience He's done it before in these cars. And Sammy Smith's the young kid, the young gun, also in good equipment that that we've seen be really fast to start the season. Again, the results haven't been there. but So I think that you can go either way. Uh, let us know whose side you take, and uh, we'll see who's right in our recap oh, next
0: That's week. not fair. You know they're
1: going to take yours. <laughs> Jesus wow, Christ. Wow, that's not. I've seen. Hey, they, listen, listen, listen. They know listen. about you and your, your winner, God.
0: My kids already take my wife's side of everything already, all right? I don't need all of <laughs> no, the rest no, of no, the nation. No, not just my house. No, I'm just saying, like, I lose out so many times. I don't need the rest of the nation picking you over me. I'm just, like, my ego can't take that.
1: Just <laughs> That's kidding. why I like mom better. That's what I always hear. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets rough around my house. <laughs>
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, I mean, like I said, I already know. I I, I already know what I'm here for. I'm here to keep the
1: show moving. You're here to pick winners. All right, well, we'll see. We'll we'll review this next week. (laughs) Uh, Next up for me, Justin Allgaier. I claimed him. I think it was on the recap show this week. (laughs) I said he was going to be my picks this week. I raced to the document and and made sure I put him in first. Uh, But I love him for a top three finish, a plus 100. You're getting it a plus money. Justin Allgaier is Mr. Phoenix. He has um five straight top 10 finishes here. He's got he's won twice at Phoenix. He has six top 3 finishes over his career here. Uh it's just he is a guy that when it comes to Phoenix, he knows what he's doing and he's really good at it. The top 3 finishes, he did finish third here in the fall race. Um so obviously he scored the top 3 then. Um and then it's been like I said top five top 10 finishes in a row. So he's he's been up there he's been good he hasn't won here since 2019 so it has been a minute since he's made it to victory lane um but every time they come here he's leading laps uh he led 26 laps here in the fall led five laps here in the spring uh 32 laps to race before that 76 laps to race before that 51 85 you go back a couple races farther 69 laps nice 76 85 like he he is up front consistently when they're at Phoenix, much like Kevin Harvick is Mr. Phoenix of the cup series, Justin Allgaier is Mr. Phoenix of the Xfinity series. Um, and I think you're getting pretty good value here for him, uh, at the top three at plus 100. I should see what his top five price is because that may also be pretty good. I will, I will get back to you on that as it's not loading super quickly, but, um, Yes, but I think his top 3 of plus money is is a hell of a steal and I'm going to make the case for him spoiler alert to win in a few minutes but with guys like Kyle Busch in this race with well, as tough as we've seen this Xfinity field so far this season I still think a top 3 is is easily doable for him. I believe he finished second last week um and so he's he's been running up front again. We talked about him being part of that that big 3 that we expected right and uh yeah, he actually I thought he was going to win that race and Spoil my Austin Hill bet because it looked like he was going to run both of those guys down, but uh, Allgaier did finish second last week at Las Vegas. So he's been off to a very good start to the season, Um, and and I think that he keeps that going. He finished third also at Auto Club Speedway the week before. I don't know where he finished at Daytona, but again, that's Daytona, so we're not going to look too closely at that anyways. Um, But it's been a very good start for, for Justin Allgaier to the season much to nobody's surprise, right? It's that's what we expected from him and I think that he keeps that going here at uh at Phoenix uh like he has been. He's minus 175 for the top 5 also for the record. Ugh. You could take it if you know if you, if you don't mind laying a little juice which again, you only pay the juice if you lose, right? But that top 3 number at plus money is what really jumped out to me as as good value on the board. Zero argument for me about Justin Allgaier. Again, you rushed to the dock
0: because you wanted to claim him, and that's fine, uh, even though that was about to be my pick to win as well. (laughs) So I'm definitely not going to argue with you on a top three when I think just as much that uh, he's going to win this race as well. Uh, You made all the points, so I won't belabor them. I will move on to my next uh, pick, and that is Riley Herbst as a top five car at plus 400. And then, you know, I, I looked at his top three odds, and they're plus 800 as well. Um, Riley Herbst, one of those guys that last year was uh, basically kind of a, a, an aside for us. We just talked about Riley Herps in that 98 and just sort of muttered it underneath our breath. Well, I don't know that we can mutter that underneath our breath anymore, especially this season uh, put together a nice start already, a 6th place finish in Daytona, a 7th place in Fontana, an 8th place last week in Las Vegas. Um, some some fine racing by Riley Herbst, just outside of the top 5, which is what I'm giving you officially as my bet. But if you want to sprinkle some top 3, um, I don't mind that as well. Look at what he's done here in the Xfinity Series uh, at, at Phoenix Raceway. He's got seven starts, four top tens. He's got two top fives. But I will say to you this. Last season in the Xfinity Championship Series race, Ty Gibbs, Noah Gragson, Landon Castle, A.J. Allmendinger, Sheldon Creed all finished in front of uh, Riley Herps and Landon Castle in there too. Of those, the field is now devoid of Ty Gibbs, Noah Gragson, and Landon Castle, and A.J. Allmendinger. That's four people right there, four, if you can see on on. YouTube. That's four people. If you move Sheldon Cree or um, uh, Riley Herbst's seventh place finish last season up four spots, where does that put him? Oh, third. Oh, quick
1: math.
0: Yeah. Three. Yeah, third. Third. So that's top three. Um, And again, not to say that that would exactly happen that way, but I'm just saying there's a lot of big hitters that are in front of Riley Herbst. Uh, in that race and I think if you take all those all those players out and of course in the spring he pretty much wrecked out after 20 laps so unfortunately that was that ended his day um, but in 2021 Riley Herbst was right there as the number four car who are the three in front of him Daniel Hemrick, Austin Sindrick, Harrison Burton. Uh, I'm, I'm not good again at math but those three drivers are no longer in this uh, well, Daniel Hamrick is, Hemmerich is yeah. but, um, but we're not counting on him.
1: He doesn't day. count anyway.
0: <laughs> he doesn't count anyway. And look, even if Hamrick did end up winning the race again, you take Austin, Harris Harrison, Burton out, he finishes in second place. So I'm just saying, with as, as well as we've seen Herp's run this season, I don't think a top-five finish is out of the realm of possibility. I like the plus 400 odds at that. And again, if you really want to sprinkle just a little bit on a plus 3, I don't know that I'd blame you on that one either. We may see him sneak up into the top three before the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, again, we love Riley Herbst on this pod. He's he's that guy that's going to get you that top eight, top ten finish week in a week out. Has the potential to get that top five. Uh, and again, if he's hanging out in the area, he, he can get up in there and get it done. So I'll back you on that. Uh, I have a top five play as well. Sam Mayer is the top five for me. Uh, He's at plus 180 for a top five. He has been on fire to start the season. We saw it at Daytona. Again, not comparable in any way, shape, or form, but he was there at the end, ended up getting flipped and had a bad finish, but he he was running very good. He was up front throughout the day. They go to California at Auto Club. He finishes second place in that race, and then uh, Las Vegas last week ends up with a seventh place finish, Um, but he was running pretty well throughout the day. Uh, Didn't get any stage points in stage one, but stage two, he was up in fourth place and then continued to show his face up near the front there towards the end of the race. Again, these JRM cars have been good. Sam Mayer has been good so far. I've been overly impressed with what I've seen so far from Sam Mayer. Uh, And so I I wanted to find a way to work him in this week. And I I think getting plus, I mean, it's almost two to one plus at 180 for a top five for him. So I love that for for Sam Mayer this week.
0: Yeah, Sam Mayer, I love him too uh, as well. And in fact, I'll I'll go ahead and skip over to, to my next bet. So Sam Mayer, uh, I'll, I'll kind of pile on with you. He is placed in Group A in a certain book. And Group A uh, has changed. Oh, wow. No, it hasn't. Uh, I'm sorry. I opened it back up again, and I was like, wait a second. This isn't the same, but it is the same amount of names. Uh, they just added Chandler Smith to this one. So Chandler Smith is in this one. Sam Mayer, Brandon Jones, Sheldon Creed, and Austin Hill, and Daniel Hemrick. Wow, they really did change it because they added Hemrick and Chandler Smith. Um, this may be a little bit tougher of a case to make. This is why, this is why you jump in early, guys, to, to <laughs> these bets as they change constantly. Because uh, when I was first in here, it was just Sam Mayer, Brandon Jones, Sheldon Creed, and Austin Hill. Um, and I would have taken Sam Mayer over all of those guys. But, look, Sam Mayer is plus 300. Uh, Now to to win this group where he was plus 145 to win this group Uh, Chandler Smith is the favorite at plus 240 But we just talked about Sam Mayer Cody just laid out all of what he likes about Sam Mayer Um, So yeah, I mean again, I think he's he's in for a pretty decent day. Uh, I know I made a a, a Brandon Jones bet over Sammy Smith But again, I think Sam Mayer could very well sneak into that mix as well and, and finish over Brandon Jones in this, uh, in this group. Although, man, that just made it very difficult to do.
1: <laughs> they, they upped the ante on you a little bit there. They uh, sure
0: as hell did. Um,
1: changed it up.
0: I'll still stand by it, though. I still think Sam Mayer has a good shot at winning this. And now his odds are even better at plus 300 than they were at plus four, uh, 145 to win this group. So um, if we think Sam Mayer has a top five car, uh, then, then I think we're in good, uh, good place to have Sam Mayer win this group.
1: Yeah. And I mean, looking at the group, even updated as it is, he's still the second favorite in this group. So that, that speaks to how highly the books are valuing him. Uh, You've got Chandler Smith here, who I'm going to make a case for in a minute, but Brandon Jones, inconsistent finishes, Sheldon Creed, inconsistent finishes, Austin Hills being disrespected again. We'll get to that in a few minutes as well. (laughs) Daniel Hamrick, he consistently finishes, but it's not good. So uh, <laughs> so I still, I still like this bet, uh, getting it at those odds.
0: Well, and you know, it's funny. We poo poo Daniel Hamrick, but I'm about to make another case for him here in a second, but go ahead and go ahead and make your name. Your, your, <laughs> I, your, I, your,
1: I know I was shocked when I saw that. I mean, I, and I was too. I, it when you make the case, too, I did so.
0: not <laughs> want to do this, but I looked at it and I was like, I really feel like I have to try to do this and it's, I don't know what it is.
1: Uh, we will see. All right. Well, I, I stole a book out of Rod's page here. I took a winning car number bet. Uh, I like under 9.5 at plus 105, so they're giving you this at plus money likely because Kyle Bush is going to be on the other side of it, right? He's the 10 car, so that's why he's up there, Um, but you go through the list here. Kyle Bush is the favorite. Justin Allgaier is under that number as the second favorite. Then it's John Hunter who's over, but it's Josh Berry who's under in the eight car. It's Cole Custer who's under in the double zero car. It's Sam Mayer who's under in the one car and Chandler Smith is over, but then you're back to Sheldon Creed, who's under that number. Um, You're getting guys like Brandon Jones in this number. Um, And so I think that you're getting enough really good guys at the top of the odds board on this that to get it at plus money. um, And then, again, it it gives you a little bit of something on everybody, right, on on all of these guys down there. You get the Sam Mayer. You get the Justin Allgaier. You get the Josh Berry. You you get the Brandon Jones. You get all of these guys under 9.5 on the car number. Um, and it's at plus money so i I like that again kyle bush is the favorite to win this race again neither of us are picking him again (laughs) again not neither of us will be surprised if he does but last week in the xfinity series race it you know he ended up finishing fourth but he wasn't really around that much throughout the day and didn't impress that much now it's kyle bush so if he comes out and he leads every lap and he laps everybody again we won't be surprised but At the top of the board at three to one, it's just kind of it doesn't the value doesn't seem there for as competitive and strong as this Xfinity series is. I think in the truck series going forward when he races, we're probably going to start even laying juice maybe to bet on him to win just because he's so much better than the field. But I don't see that in this car, at least in the Xfinity series.
0: Look, I feel like we'd be irresponsible if we told you to completely fade Kyle Bush, right? I mean, this right. is this is not us standing up on the soapbox saying, fade Kyle Bush, and then, we, oh, yeah. you know, the internet world comes after us for saying, well, Rod and Cody said to fade Kyle, but no, no, pump your brakes. We're just telling you. Just you just won't take
1: all your units and bet them on Kyle Bush. Yeah. It's not a bad bet.
0: Yeah. I mean, whatever, right? That's fine. We're not telling you how to run your money, but uh, just, just let you know that the possibility is there more than it is in the truck race for him to not pull through this one, so If you want to bet on him, bet on him, you know, but just like I said, don't go heavy. Sprinkle something around on the off chance that he doesn't get it done, uh, which is a better off chance than anything. So, all right, this one's going to make Cody absolutely cringe. As I say to him, look, (laughs) uh, Daniel Hemrick, we just, we just got done saying to Daniel Hemrick, but uh, I, I think that he is actually going to do well enough to finish inside the top five. I don't think he's going to win this race, but I think he's got a, a good enough shot to, to get a top five. But the reason that I picked this is not because I just wanted to throw controversy into the show, uh, which you know is good for ratings, I've been told, but also because he's at five to one for a top five finish. And of the top five bets out there, this is one of the better ones as far as odds are concerned because if you keep going down past Daniel Hemrick, the names really don't get sexy after that. Daniel Hemrick's about the last one that has had success on this track that I would feel comfortable betting. Because then you get down into the Kliggermans, the Moffats, the Siegs, which I, I know you love you some, Sieg. Um, the the Retzlafs, the uh, Smithleys. You know, these these are not names that you think are going to finish inside the top five. But for Daniel Hemrick is concerned. He actually, he's won this race already. Uh, and in, in the last two times he was out on this track... He had eighth-place finishes in both. Uh, And we just talked about the names that were there beforehand, right? The Gibbses, the Gragsons, the Almondingers. That's already three guys. If you move that up, that's a top-five finish for him in both of those races. Now, this season alone, uh, Daniel Hemmerich has actually been an all-right driver. We talked about throwing out Daytona out of the books. He finished 36th in that, but he did start 6th in that race. Uh, Fontana finished 12th. Las Vegas finished 10th. He's kind of moving up there. And that 11 car, we're, we're never excited about the 11 car. I don't, and again, I don't know what it is. You're probably a great guy, Daniel. I want to have a beer with you. Let's sit down. Let's talk about why it is we keep wanting to fade you. But I think today might be the wrong day to fade him. I think on this track, um, he, he may be able to get it done. Like I said, two eighth place finishes in a row on the last two times he's been on this track. It's not for lack of speed. It's not for lack of talent. Uh, he just wasn't as fast as the other guys that were out there. And listen, honestly, not very many people were. Obviously, we know Noah Gragson killed it last season. We know Ty Gibbs won the whole damn thing. So that's hard to keep up with those guys. You know, when you have superstars on the track, if you're not a superstar yourself, it's kind of hard to keep up. So the college cars uh, have done well already this season too, right? I mean, we we saw obviously what Kyle Bush did in it last week. So... A top five finish. Why do we hate you? But we don't hate you. Why Why do we not like betting on you? Let's put it that way. Uh, it's because you don't produce. But this week, I think he does. Uh,
1: Yeah, I will. Uh, <laughs> good luck. Good luck to you, Rod. That's all I'm going to say. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. I just. All right, thumper. I, <laughs> he. I don't know. He's done it before. Was his championship win? Was that here? At Phoenix, uh,
0: I believe so. Let me or was that Homestead? go ahead and continue.
1: Go ahead was. and continue to uh, to to <laughs> to bastian channel. Re, yeah, yeah, you to, look it up, yeah. To, I, I think it was here because that was just two seasons ago, maybe. Yeah, it was yeah, 2021. I'm pretty sure it was here, so so he's won here before. You can give him credit for that. Yeah, that's where his he only won. Ev- win ever in anything in these top series. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, just I'm telling you, 12th place, he's gonna finish 12th, so. Maybe there's absolute carnage and it's Daytona at Phoenix and he gets in the top five. You're getting good money and it. And it's been, like you said, it's been a strong, strong team. I'm going to make a case now for, for a guy, one of his teammates. So maybe, maybe he does get it done again, five to one. It's, you know, he's, he's an okay driver. He's, he's consistent at finishing in 12th. Well, look at
0: five to one. I mean, you're, you're betting some of these other winners at, at, you know, uh, and and right. top threes at, at longer or shorter odds than that. So, I mean, again, he's finished eighth place both times he's been on this track last season. He won the championship here in 2021. So the possibility is I hope are. that
1: you are right, Rod. I hope for your sake, I hope you are correct.
0: Crossing my fingers. Uh, all right. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not even telling, I'm not even saying he's going to win. I'm just saying a top five finish. That's all we ask out of you, Daniel. If you want to get on my good side, <laughs> I'm saying he's not going to win for sure. Uh, yeah. If you want to get back on my good side, Daniel uh, then go ahead and finish in the top five and and I'll sing your praises a lot like a guy going to talk about in the next segment where we give out our winners this is going to be a fun one guys stick around for the winners you're going to love this for sure uh, we'll step away for our break come back and tell you about underdog fantasy We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts, but they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Hey, listen, if you're watching on YouTube, thanks so much for trying to grow the, uh, grow the channel. I know that, uh, you know, you're looking down and you're going, oh, wow. But yes, we are on YouTube. Uh, go find us there. Look at NASCAR Gambling Podcast. You'll see all the brand new uh, branding that we've got. Thanks uh, for the mothership for giving us all that. But yes, please make sure to subscribe to comment to like to share it to all your friends to watch on the bus so people lean over your shoulder and go oh what's that over there that you're watching and you could tell them it's the nascar gambling podcast go win you some money uh and then quit reading over my shoulder but yes please do all that stuff that you got to do to help this channel grow uh and and we'll love you forever for it you ever have that happen somebody starts looking over your shoulder and Trying to yeah,
1: them. I I can't recall a specific instance of that, but I feel like I would probably have words for them. I'm not I'm not really shy to say things to people when they're doing things I don't like in public. So
0: I was in Korea <laughs> for a year, and uh, thankfully everybody just had their head down. Right? That's that's everybody was had their head, and this was back in 2002 before America had all their head down. Um, <laughs> and so and so then I you know come back to the states, and I got people sitting on the bus, and they're like, oh.
1: What's I feel like on? nowadays everybody has their own devices and stuff. So everybody's just kind of buried in their own thing. Yep. So maybe you get less of that, but who knows?
0: What a time to be alive. Uh, it is
1: because you can be on the bus watching us on YouTube. So you
0: sure as hell can. <laughs> uh, although, I don't know, whatever. Uh, all right, people are going to win this race. <laughs> We're going to tell you who's going to do it. Cody, who do you got?
1: Okay. Well, I started out with Justin Allgaier five to one. Obviously I already talked about my love for him here. He he is good here. He's fast here. He's always up there. He's leading laps. I think that he, with Kyle Busch at at three to one, it's really not that much farther down where you're going to get Justin, but I feel like he's in a better car than Kyle Busch is, and they've got it all figured out here. He's done it here before. I think he can do it again. Justin Allgaier will be up front. Already got him plus money for the top three. I think he can also win this race at five to one. Chandler Smith, 12 to one the teammate of Daniel Hemrick, I was referencing. He has been very good at Phoenix in the past, and he has been very good to start this season. So if you look at what he's done in the last two races, ended up with a 12th place finish at Daytona. First of all, a good solid run for him there in his, in his to start off his rookie campaign. A lot of times we don't see rookies start out this well, but he really has. He finished fourth place at auto club speedway. Um, and last week at Las Vegas, led 118 laps. Again, we talked about on the recap show, if you would have given me two college cars, Kyle Busch is in one and it's Chandler Smith's in the other one, I would not have picked correctly who led 118 laps because it was Chandler Smith. Um, so they've obviously got things figured out very quickly. He's obviously very talented. Um, he did end up finishing third in that race after he was got passed as he's leading uh, to get the white flag. So he's got that, that rookie agony of defeat early, right? And it's stinging. And so maybe this is the week where he back and has a repeat performance and this time doesn't make the mistakes at the end and is able to capture that win. Um, but you go back to his Truck Series days here at Phoenix. Let's go back to his first start in 2019. He finished third place at Phoenix in the Truck Series. Then you go to 2020, finished third place again in the Truck Series. 2021 in the Truck Series championship race, he actually won this race. Um, that was Ben Rhodes won the championship finishing behind him, but Chandler Smith did win the race last season at the truck series race in November here at Phoenix, third place again. So four starts in the truck series, four top three finishes. Um, and and so he's, he's been good at this track in the past. He's off to a fantastic start to the season. Uh, and so I think at 12 to one, you can't ignore the fact that, that his season started how it is and his track record in the truck series, yes, but it has been as solid as it has been here. Then, I wasn't planning on adding another person to this list, but <laughs> explain this to me, Rod. We've had three races so far this season. Austin Hill has won two of these races, and Austin Hill is still 20-1 to 1 to win this race. Are you kidding me? I How could I pass that up? I don't care what he's done on this track in the past. I'm not even going to look. It doesn't matter. Austin Hill should not be 20-1. to 1. He's won two of the three races so far this season, he's off to a hell of a start. He's in good equipment. We've seen Sheldon Creed lead a lot of laps in these RCR cars and Austin Hill. It wasn't great last week, right? Chandler Smith dominated the race, but he was there at the end, put himself in position. He did everything. Per- he had to be perfect. There was almost no chance. He was going to run him down. It looked like all was going to run him down. He, he kept all behind him, ran uh, Chandler Smith down and passed him as they took the white flag Cash the twenty-two to one for us last week. Again at twenty to one. Why, why Rod? I don't. Why are they still giving it to him at this price? I, I could not. I had not planned on adding a third driver to my wins winners this week. But I can't. How can you not take that again? That's like it worked last week at twenty-two to one. I guess they've adjusted and made it twenty to one. So whoop, you do. <laughs>
0: it's because the books texted me and said, Rod, uh, is Austin Hill for real? And I just shot back with no. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, yeah, look. It, again, we 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 know that Austin Hill. When you win two out of three, I mean, it's difficult to win three out of four. I mean, that's really the only the only argument that I can make against Austin Hill is that it's very hard to win three out of four. Um, and and yeah, he's been fast, but that's probably why the books are like, well, we'll keep him around this odds range. But again, it's value is value, man. If he does this again, if he does win three out of four at twenty to one, you are very happy person so
1: yeah well and and I don't expect him to go out there and have the best car I don't expect him to lead 118 laps like uh, like Chandler Smith did last week or whatever anything like that but he's proven time and time again he can put himself in position and that's so much of what we talk about with some of these bets is just be in position a guy like Riley Herbst yeah he doesn't always finish in the top five but he's in the top eight which is in position somebody has a flat tire there's a late restart a pit stop goes wrong for somebody or he has a great one or their strategy at the end he can put himself in position to be in that top five same thing with austin hill he probably won't come out and dominate this race but he's good enough to put himself where he needs to be at the end and any number of things can happen and at 20 to one yeah if this was you know five to one or something then no yeah yeah he could put himself in position but it's not but at 20 to one you can't pass up on a bet like
0: this. No, you cannot. So, uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go with the guy that won the other race that Austin Hill did not. And uh, a guy that we are slowly starting to uh, jump on the bandwagon. Like, I've got about a, a pinky toe on his <laughs> bandwagon. Like, right now, it's kind of dragging me along by my pinky toe. Uh, maybe eventually I'll get at least maybe four or five more toes up on that. Uh, but John Hunter Nemechek. He is at plus 550 to win this race. Not bad odds, I think, for John Hunter, who has won a race. And really, again, has shut us up this season. He finished second at Daytona, won Fontana, came in in sixth place at Las Vegas. um, But he's led laps at every race. He led eight at uh, Daytona, 49 in Fontana, 45 in in a Las Vegas race that saw some craziness happen. And as an Xfinity driver on this track, not bad. He has never finished outside of the top 10 on this track. And in fact, has a fourth place finish in 2019, a fifth place finish in 2022 to go along. So a couple of top five finishes in there. Started on the pole in his first time out here as an Xfinity driver. Um, Definitely been, in fact, has led in three of the four. He led 33 laps in his first race on this track as an Xfinity driver. 39 uh, in 2021 and then 11 the last time he was out here as an Xfinity driver. In the Truck Series, nine starts, six top tens, three top fives, uh, including a fourth place finish in the last year's. And he led 44 laps in that as well. I'm not even going to bring up his his, his, uh, Cup Series start because it wasn't that spectacular, uh, which is why he's down right now in the Xfinity Series, trying to get himself back up into the Cup Series. But here's the thing. John Hunter, like I said, he shut us up. Well, shut me up, anyways. Like I, we were, we were pretty much dogging him in the Xfinity series for quite a few uh, episodes last season. We started out this season, sort of doing the exact same thing, but every single time, he was like, "Well, not so fast. I'm, I'm still a good race car driver, and I still want to have a beer with him. I still want to figure out why we didn't like him so much." But I'm slowly coming around to John Hunter Nemechek, and at plus five fifty to win this race, he's going to be around the front. I honestly believe he's going to be around the front, and and we know. And just like you have said time and time again, if you put yourself in position, odds are you're going to have a shot to win. And and John Hunter Nemechek has kept himself in position enough times this season to pick up a win and I think could pick up another win. I mean, we saw Austin Hill win two already. Maybe we see John Hunter Nemechek kind of split the difference. You know, they'll play leapfrog for a couple of weeks and then uh, and then we'll go from there. But yeah, I mean, again. Uh, since you already took, uh, Justin Allgaier, I had to make a case for John Hunter Niemicek, which is my second favorite to win this race.
1: Yeah, I have no argument. Uh, Again, we've seen it from him early. He's been fast. The Joe Gibbs cars have been very, very fast and good. He's got the track record of, of never finishing outside the top 10 here. That's pretty impressive. So I think at those odds, uh, getting a JGR car at those odds to win is pretty good. Uh, I believe he's basically in the 54 car from last season. It's renumbered to the 20, of course, but that's the team that won the championship here in the fall. So that's uh, another drop in that bucket for you as well. So yeah, I, I like this pick and, and I feel like that's pretty good value for him at plus five fifty.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, get out your pen and paper. We're going to go over all the bets for you. So that way you are well prepared as you head into the books to put your bets down Uh, All right, Cody started you out with Josh Berry over Cole Custer uh, and a heartbreaking minus 110 for Cody. I said that Sheldon Creed was going to finish over Ryan Truex at minus 110. Let's go number two. Uh, All right, Cody said that Sammy Smith was going to finish better than Brandon Jones at minus 110. And I said, Cody, poppycock. Brandon Jones will finish over Sammy Smith at minus 110. Uh, I took the other side of that. Cody gave you Justin Allgaier as a top three car at plus 100. I said Riley Herbst was going to be a top five car at plus 400, but also said you could take him as a top three at plus 800. Cody said Sam Mayer was going to be a top five car at plus 180. I don't know how mathematically all of our cars can finish in the top five, but let's have some fun with this. Uh, Daniel Hamrick, I said, will be a top five car to Cody Chagrin at plus 500. And then Cody gave you the winning car under nine and a half at plus 105. I said Sam Mayer was going to win group A. Uh, If I had to give confidence stars on that one, that would probably be a two at this point. So just go with it. And then Cody gave you uh, Justin Algeier, Chandler Smith, and Austin Hill uh, to win. Justin Algeier at five to one, Chandler Smith at 12 to one, Austin Hill at 20 to one. And I threw in a little John Hunter Nemechek at plus 550 as the winner of the United Rentals 200 from the Phoenix Raceway this Saturday night. Cody, buddy, as we put a little bow on the Xfinity Series, uh, any final thoughts, anything you wanted to get out before we send everybody on their way?
1: I'm excited. I think it's going to be another good week of racing. We talked about it, right? The Xfinity Series has been very good racing so far. I don't think that changes. Uh, Even with Chandler Smith leading all those laps last week, it didn't feel like that like it felt like there was constant action throughout the race and always exciting when kyle bush joins the field as well uh so yeah i think it's going to be a good one i think it's going to be a fun one again this is uh this is the track that they'll decide the championship on in november so things a lot of things are going to change between now and then but uh teams teams are going to have things to to start learning now and uh see what happens when we get there. Yes, sir.
0: All right, for those of you watching on YouTube, you already know our Twitter handles, but for those of you OGs downloading the episodes, Cody, why don't you remind everybody where they can find you on social media?
1: Yep, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. All my work's over there. Check out the old-fashioned football podcast from this week on the SGPN Fantasy Football feed. Uh, Join Justin and Miranda over there. Had fun talking some novelty uh, fantasy football leagues. Guians, Pirates, Vampires, fun stuff like that, so... Check out that episode. They're uh, they're my next favorite show to uh, to our shows, of course, Rod. Oh, but of course, yeah, I love me some Justin Mark. I even I even accidentally called Justin Rod, and uh, uh. he wasn't mad. He said he, he took it as a compliment. <laughs> and, you know, we're doing like six shows a week now with the F One Gambling Podcast. So, I, you know, he's like, "How are you doing?" And I said, oh, "I'm doing good, Rod." And they're just. That was my, uh, (laughs) like, oh, wait a minute. This isn't Rod.
0: (laughs) Uh, I love it. I love it. That's the whole, uh, that meme where the guy's looking at the girl and the girl's looking all mad. Yeah, I
1: love that. (laughs) That whole thing you were saying earlier about, you know, you've done something so many times and you just, I just did it again. (laughs) Muscle memory,
0: my friends. Muscle memory. (laughs) Uh, All right. Muscle memory for you is to click on Twitter. Follow me at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here. Whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media, we'll be back tomorrow with a Cup Series breakdown for the United Rentals Work United. And whatever, I'll get to that. Till the meantime, <laughs> we'll see you next time. And let's go racing and let it ride. Come